Welcome to another episode of 2024. I am Joseph, my pronouns are he, him, and I am joined today by Senator Melissa Njai, she, her. Um, and today we are going to talk about mental health and burnout, um, because that's something that a lot of college students are going through at this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um... Mental health burnout is just, it's something a college student, I don't care what you do, what methods that you try to do to, I guess, prevent it, it always happens. Mm-hmm. Especially if you, you know, are in leadership roles and leadership positions um, around campus. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. And like, this, the thing is with like this semester in particular, We've been having to deal with COVID for like two years and we're in this, first of all, we were at Zoom University for a year and a half. (laughs) Yeah, that was a time. And now we're in this constant state of not knowing what the heck is going to happen next. Yeah, every day is pretty much something new. Like, I know that, you know, we try to get as much as much as possible close to normal or what we deem is normal but we're still in this phase of like confusion and what's gonna happen in the future so it's just it's crazy because like seeing like elementary middle school and high school and how they're responding to it versus how universities and colleges are responding to it is really different um I have a little sister that's in middle school right now and it's I don't think it's really affecting them as too much at least from my perspective it, it doesn't seem like so I feel like it's really affecting high school and college students um, high school students you know um, class of what 2024 didn't experience homecoming prom right. all the big things that you look forward to in your high school career and then you know um and then you guys literally had to go through that isolation quarantine and then go into your first year of college pretty much virtual as well because we we wasn't really back in the swing of things either so it's i applaud you guys because i don't know how you survived that because it's just like you know, I'm a senior now, so, like, I had, like, two good years pre-COVID, um, and then junior year was pretty much, you know, COVID, and then the senior year is, is getting a little bit better, but we're still, you know, COVID edition, but you guys have to go through literally senior year, freshman year, pretty much sophomore, too, yeah. during COVID, and I don't know how you guys managed to do that. <laughs> I... See, I don't either because I got into, I get into college like after like being in complete isolation for months. We get up here to Stetson and like we're like all in person but still doing Zoom classes. Mm -hmm. And so we just have no, the people coming into Stetson at this point just have no concept of like what was normal before. And like that's like one of the daily things that you're just like, what the heck is college supposed to be? Mm-hmm, definitely. And like, even on top of that, 
we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. We're just going with the motions. Yeah. We're just taking it day by day. We're in the process of trying to like manage our classes and making sure we're getting assignments done and on time and making sure that we kind of like, I guess, build up our resume of leadership experiences of, you know, being in clubs and stuff like that. We also are trying to be, I guess, in tune with ourselves, also trying to find what we, um, what is, what we claim as our identity and stuff like that. So it's just, I don't know. The pandemic was, I think it was a plus and a con. Um, I always say the pandemic, I felt like it gave us a moment of realization of what, how we are as a country and a realization within ourselves because we had no choice but to stay home. At least alone. some people had that realization. I, I, uh, yeah, some people, I can't say all, but right. <laughs> some yeah. people, um, you know, they took that time and got into like new hobbies and um, learning new things about themselves and stuff like that. Um, and then, you know, you have others that went crazy, but <laughs> um, there's always that few in the bunch. Um, but to talk a little bit more like on burnout specifically, um, it's unavoidable, but I know there's, you know, healthy coponisms to, to attack that. Um, usually when I get into, when I know that I'm experiencing a burnout, it's like I feel overly exhausted, always tired. I can get the adequate amount of sleep and still feel tired when I get up. Um, you start to lose like a sense of motivation to do even small tasks. Um, and even stuff that you find enjoyable, you don't even find enjoyable anymore. Um, that's usually how I, you know, identify like, okay, this is how, you know, this is, I'm experiencing burnout right now. Do I solve it right away? No. <laughs> Do like, we have, we don't have time to solve it right away. Exactly. Like, come on. It's like, exactly. yes, I'm experiencing burnout right now, but I have homework that's due tomorrow and test on Thursday. <laughs> Exactly. And that's and that's what I'm saying. I'm like we're in a time where we kind of I feel like we're playing catch up. Like this um period of like isolation and quarantine and then trying to basically basically like reconstruct ourselves and our communities. We're still in that reconstruction phase. Like we don't know what we're doing. We're just trying to take it day by day. Right now, I'm, I'm like I'm in my senior year, and it doesn't even feel like I'm in my senior year. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I mean, I know I'm a senior, and I know I'm gonna graduate soon, but I feel like there's a lot of stuff that I have to do before I even get that degree in my head, and I'm tired. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so tired. Um, in the first uh, going into more like when COVID initially happened, and my first reaction, I cried. <laughs> I legit cried because it was the um, around that time the school was trying to decide whether to take um, to have the kids not the kids have the um, students go home or stay on campus. But a lot of universities were sending um, their students home, so Stetson was kind of like you know playing the waiting game to see <laughs> to see if they should do it or not. And you know eventually they did. But that was I remember it vividly. I was in my first. GBM um, BSA meeting on the Black Student Association um, as president. This is when I was first, you know, in my role, acting in my role. And um, that's when we got the email that they were going to send the uh, students home. 
And my first reaction was just, I cried. Because I was like, dang, now I have to go home. I have to stay home until they, you know, tell us when we're coming back. Um, I love my family. Trust me. I love them to death. But, you know, you in that time where you kind of want to be by yourself, <laughs> but not with your family. And I was like, dang, I'm going to have to be with them for no telling how long before I come back on campus. And then I was like, what about the events that I worked so hard on? We had to cancel everything. So I was just overwhelmed. I was like, wow, this is really happening. Okay. And then, you know, over quarantine and isolation, it, it was boring. It was depressing. It was a lot of things. And, you know, you kind of just escaped in whatever Netflix original show was trending or <laughs> yeah. whatever TikTok challenge was going on. Like, that's literally, you know, we reverted to social media and everybody was taking, you know, movie theaters were closed. All that was closed. So everything was on streaming platforms. So it was a lot. <laughs> it was yeah. a lot. And, like, I remember... Um when our school my high school shut down for covid see the thing is was that like i didn't really like feel anything like that much at first mm -hmm. because as like i was like huh oh, this should be over in two weeks we keep talking about this two-week thing hey remember when we had two weeks until we flattened the curve remember when that was the time yeah. oh my gosh and then we could be like back at by easter and such uh uh, we failed. Anyway, <laughs> we did not understand the assignment. Um, but at first, I was like, first of all, I had a lot of dual enrollment classes, so I didn't have to actually be on campus at my school that much anyway. Mm -hmm. Like, I would leave campus at like 10 a.m. most days, okay. um, which was so nice. And then like I would just, I had only one dual enrollment class that I was doing at the time. So basically, I had the entire like day pretty much free a lot of the time. So like... Going into isolation, I'm like, I get to sleep in. This is great. I don't have to do anything except for turn on, or turning in stuff online, which was what I was already doing before. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, yeah, it, yeah. But it was a little different for me because right. the professors literally, some of the professors are not, you know, tech savvy as it is. So, like, yeah. they literally have to put their whole entire class online abruptly. Mm-hmm. So not only were they were trying to like figure out what's going to happen in class, but we're also trying to figure out what what's going to happen mm -hmm. in class as well. Right. Um. And you know, I mean, they took they toughed it out. I I applaud them on that because mm -hmm. it it was a lot. Um. I don't like the virtual um setting of oh, like I... classes. I hate it. Um. I'm over. I'm more of a hands on like in my face type of learner. Like I don't like the virtual setting. It's very distracting for mm -hmm. me. Um, so it was, it was, it was terrible. Right. <laughs> and like at the, the other thing is that like when we went into isolation, it was kind of like near the beginning of the end of like my dual enrollment class. So like we didn't have to turn in much stuff, mm -hmm. but at the same time, like I was, I was able to, at first, like for the first few weeks, I got so much stuff done that I had always wanted to. It was great. And then the realization set in mm -hmm. that this was going to take a while. I think, I think what's so funny is like, this is stuff you would see on like a TV show or a movie. Um, I don't think at the beginning of COVID, we didn't take it seriously. We thought, okay, outbreak is going to go away in a couple yeah. of weeks, we'll be fine. We didn't think this was going to be a whole, you know, global 
pandemic. We didn't we didn't anticipate that. So I think once the realization set in that yeah we're gonna be in this for a minute, I think that's when it started going down here. Oh yeah, <laughs> yep. Yeah. And and then like some other things. Um, what was my th- train of thought before? But like I think the reality really set in for me at least was when um, Stetson made the announcement like in the middle of the summer that we wouldn't be like having roommates and that like put everything in flux so much. And like, I had already had my roommate picked out and everything. He like lives in my area. Shout out to Alexander Ortiz Velez, my best (laughs) friend. He's great. Um, But yeah, like I had him picked out as my roommate and then, oh yeah, no roommates. I'm like, huh, weird. (laughs) Yeah, Uh. not not even that. It's just like, half of the campus wasn't able to be that on too. campus because of that. And they only had now a limited space while also, you know, having the two hotels that they had. So it was... It was <laughs> <Hotel>. <laughs> yeah, the two hotels that they had. It was crazy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Let, let's talk about those hotels for a second <laughs> because um, I see... Like last week, I was like out with some friends. Um, like I think we like went to... We went to the fair... And on the way back, I had to um, pick up a pillow that my parents left at the hotel. And so we go there, and um, one of my friends was in the car, recognized the hotel. I was like, oh, yeah, the quarantine hotel. <laughs> That's where they sent everyone. I'm like, oh, my gosh, wow. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it, it, was, it was a crazy time. Um, like, the whole dynamic of what college experience was supposed to be like, especially for freshmen, was changed. Like, this is... I, I felt so bad, because I was like, I remember my freshman year, um, and, like, coming on campus, and I was like, everybody was so excited. We had um, the football players, the RSTC um, people, all of them coming out, um, picking up all, all of our stuff, taking it to our room. You guys didn't even get to experience that. Wait, they did that? Yes, they what? did that. My, oh, they all, all, all the freshmen um, had help with the move-in. Like, you didn't have to move anything. You were just there just to tell them where to put it. Like, we didn't take anything upstairs. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that's what I said. You guys, college experience changed and changed. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. We, you didn't have to move yourself in? Nope. What is this? <laughs> yeah, I was in Nemic um, Beta. And I believe I want to say that's um, the football players were there. I know, like Shadowin, they had some um, ROTC people helping. Like they, they were like positioned all around the first year area. But um, yeah, they was like, okay, what room you, what room number, what building, and we told them, and they would start taking stuff out the car and put it in the room. I was like, oh, okay. I didn't really expect that. I thought, you know, <laughs> we would have to move our stuff in, but no, they took everything and put it in the room and call it a day. I, was like, wow. I blame Donald Trump for my days of exhaustion <laughs> of having to move myself. I'm so dead. Yeah, yeah. So it's just it's a lot of things that was just like wow. I didn't even think COVID would change, but it did. So yeah, I mean it's just this entirely weird thing where we're trying to figure out like, or especially like freshmen and sophomores, like okay, what the heck is normal around here, and what is because of COVID, and it's like. Oh, yeah, move-in day. You were supposed to not have to lift a finger. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, my gosh. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. Yep. And, like, I think one of the, like, most 
um, heartbreaking things about like last year in particular was that like I formed like a good amount of friendships like virtually with people that would have been on campus um, if there wasn't a pandemic. Mm -hmm. And then like, especially with like the friends that I had that were like graduating, it was like, oh my gosh, like you could like form like some of the deepest friendships with someone like off completely off campus because of COVID. And then once they graduate, it's like you try to like link up and like you're in like two different areas and it's like, we were robbed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I feel like um, just to tag on to that, we got so comfortable with the virtual, you know, our virtual reality pretty much mm -hmm. that now we don't even know how to act, I guess, outside of that right. realm. Like, people are going crazy because they're like, oh, my God, okay, we're out here um, partying and stuff like that, going to these major concerts, these festivals, and not even realizing we're still in the pandemic. Right. <laughs> we, like, there's still cases. There's, I mean, um, there's still, you know, transmissions of COVID. Like, people are not, I guess, realizing that, or they do, and they're just tired of it and just right. want to move on, which I understand, like, this is, you know, this is not what we think life is, but we won't ever get past it if we don't do, you know, the necessary measures we need to do to stay safe, basically. Mm -hmm. But to go back on the burnout, <laughs> um, a burnout can look different for anybody, like how I, you know, explain how I know when I'm in a burnout can be different from somebody else. Um, but like I said before, having kind of like healthy coping mechanisms could help. Uh, and just in my personal opinion, I don't feel like it really like um, the burnout would just magically disappear. It's just something over time, I guess, will start to diminish. Um, but I feel like it won't truly disappear until you actually, like, have a break and, like, don't have to focus on anything but yourself. <laughs> and, and, I mean, that's just my personal opinion on it. Um, I don't feel like I'm really, like, less stressed until, like, I'm home for a break or something. If I'm still on campus and everything, I still... Like, it's going to start thinking about, oh, I need to turn in this assignment on this day, or I have some, I have that to do, or I need to put in this um, form or something like that. But if I'm home, I don't have to worry about nothing. <laughs> Just have to get up, do whatever, and go back to sleep. So it's like, yep. it's nothing in between that I have to do. Um, so it's just, I don't know, burnout, it's crazy, it's scary, because for some people, the burnout can literally turn into kind of like a depression um, I don't know if you heard of this term, but seasonal depression is real. <laughs> um, like I, I feel like, um, once, you know, the sun is not out anymore and the days are more gloomy and rainy and cold, we get into this seasonal depression and it's always around finals, which is so funny. Finals. <laughs> it's always around that season and it's kind of like, okay, you have to is you have to push through you you have no choice because if you fail final <laughs> that's the end pretty much yeah. so it's just kind of like that's why i said i don't feel like i really um 
think a burnout will like go away until you like on break or something and you're not worried about school at that time. Mm. But yeah. A burnout is yeah. crazy. <laughs> it is. And like it's really like what you said about like how it's really around like finals week a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. It's like it's just so it's just so contradictory like about like with finals it's like okay i need my mental health to be the best at this point exactly and then when it's like completely not good and it's finals week then you're like uh oh <laughs> yeah pretty much pretty much i think it's really funny and it's the same thing like with midterms it's like we get to get into this headspace where we're like okay midterms coming up I got this assignment due. I got that assignment. You're so worried and stressed out that you can't even perform at your best. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing for finals. I know we study until we can't study anymore. And then the test comes. And then, you know, we feel relieved to get it done. Um, at least for some students, it feels like that. But for others, it just feels like another dreadful thing. Um, at least for me. I don't know. It depends on the class. If it has to do, like, with math or anything like that, I'm... It's very dreadful, but if it's something to do, <laughs> it's something to do with like just a simple paper on a topic that I'm interested in, oh, it's not that far. So much less stress. <laughs> it, I, it really is though. They really are though. It, it, re- it really is because it's it's like it's, it's something you can control. Yes. <laughs> it's not like Completely. a multiple choice type mm-hmm. of test. No, it's something you can control. You have your thoughts, your opinions yeah. on that paper. All you have to do is sound smart. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. So it's, I don't know, it's just... And kind of aligned with the professor's worldview sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, it's, it's, like I said, burnout can look completely different. Right. People experience burnout at different times. Um, um, I feel like it's less, not less, but it, I think it's more, um, I think it's more intense if you're like one of those college students that have so many leadership positions that you run into this problem where you kind of spreading yourself too thin. That's why, like, I really believe in like the, the cut it off culture. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like it's, if, if it's not really benefiting you anymore, or if you don't find it enjoyable and you find it more as a chore, cut it off. There is no reason for you to keep, you know, keep whatever position or keep whatever um, hobby hobby or whatever mm. that you're doing if it's not enjoyable to you anymore. And you will be stuck in, in that burnout um, mode even longer because you are doing, you know, things right. that doesn't benefit you anymore. Right. So I think once we realize that it's okay to cut things off that you need to cut off for your mental health and so your yourself is mentally is good then you're never going to really come to a point in your life where you're like, I guess you could say stress-free. Um, at least, you know, for a college student right now, stress-free. Mm. But <laughs> it sounds right. like a fairy tale in my head, but yeah. it's whatever. Stress-free? <laughs> what? I haven't experienced that since 2014. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Um, but here's, like, here's the thing with, like, what you said about, like, leadership positions. Like, I think we're both people that have, like, I think we have, like, 30 leadership positions combined <laughs> between just the two of us. <laughs> like, literally, yeah. we do too much. Like, and I'm like the, the head of college Dems. I run a podcast. I'm an SGA senator. I'm on the School of Music Student Advisory Council that meets on 
at 8 a.m. on Tuesdays. I want that to change so bad. Um, <laughs> let's see. And like, I'm the what radio assistant station manager as I'm looking at the sign in the radio studio saying, what radio? <laughs> when I was like trying to think of what else I'm in. And like, it's just like a lot of things that I'm doing. And it's really what I had looked at this semester and this year as for me was basically doing a lot of like leadership roles and like seeing which ones like I fit in with the mm -hmm. best mm -hmm. and like which ones will allow me to do the most good. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with you on that. Um, I'm gonna list out, I guess, my leadership roles too, uh, <laughs> just to give a better picture. Um, I'm the president. Let's go from the beginning of all the, the leadership chronologically. roles. Chronologically, <laughs> like let me let me start from the beginning. Beginning. Okay, freshman year, um, towards like freshman year, um, the end of freshman year, going into my sophomore year, I became the events and programming um, director for um, BSA, and then. Um, I was also the events and programming person for Rotaract as well at that same time. And then um, after that, uh, I I mean, I was <laughs> recommended to be president for BSA. It wasn't something I was seeking out. Uh, <laughs> and I was just so happy to be the only one running, so I got the position. <laughs> so, <laughs> BSA elections. <laughs> that's literally how it went. It's like we all, they all just like mutually agree to like, okay, we like this person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So I got into that. So I became the president of BSA, and then um, I became um, CSA royalty for the Caribbean Student Association, which is basically kind of like the community engagement person um, within their e-board. And then I became a Stetson ambassador. Um, <laughs> I became a wise leader, which is something I really wanted to become because um, I always heard of good things about the WISE program, which I was in the WISE program myself, but I didn't know nothing about it when I was coming into Stetson. Um, but, like, their program itself helps, like, um, underrepresented, marginalized communities, um, first-generation students um, transfer um, better or get well-adjusted to the campus life and how college is. So I was, like, definitely have to be a part of that. Um, I said, that's an ambassador, wise leader. Uh, I became the West Area Director for the Resident Hall Association. So kind of like the events or programming, um, community engagement, um, Leon, Leon between, you know, the students and, you know, higher ups. I'm like that middle man. Um, and then I became an SGA Senator yesterday. So. Yes. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. But like, here's the thing. Yes, I'm experiencing a burnout, but I still enjoy the duties that I'm in because I'm not going to join something just to be joining something. Right. I join something with a purpose, with a mission, with a goal, and I intend to do whatever I need to do. I mean, not saying like if it does come too much and I need to sit down and be like, okay, what job position do I just need to let go? Then yeah, I'll do that. Mm -hmm. But everything that I'm in right now, I enjoy it. Right. I love it. Um... I feel like without these um, leadership positions, I won't be the person that I am today. And I think that I um, was able to experience that and was able, through that experience, I was able to meet a lot of wonderful people, Joseph. <laughs> so it's just like, I find it enjoyable. I know that I'm experiencing a burnout, but I don't think it's from really the leadership positions. I think it really has to do with 
my academic classes <laughs> and just being in this atmosphere of like, um, you know, that COVID year where the, the academic schedule was like weird and they had us come in early and then leaving um, right before Thanksgiving break. And then that's where we kind of had our finals and everything. And then we were gone for that rest of those like month mm-hmm. and, a, um, and a half and then doing the same thing in the spring not having a spring break not having a fall break none of the breaks that we usually have didn't have them because the schedule pretty much shifted up but I how think, about those community days yeah those two community days Ooh. two community days that we had not even a, they weren't even consecutive right no they were just random days it was random days i mean and i like those as concepts like we should put those in in addition to spring break and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like last um, academic school year, it was just horrible. I know everyone just felt out of it. They felt burnt out, exhausted, because they were literally on a, you got to get this done, you got to get this done, you got to get this done, because the schedule was just shifted, and we didn't have no break to literally just recollect ourselves for a minute. And I feel like this year it got a little bit better because we had a fall break, and we had... um, no, we had the fall break, which was kind of like a week because it went into the weekend. And then I don't think we had another break, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, and then Values Day. So we had like a couple breaks within yeah. the fall semester. and hopefully, Fall break was only like Thursday, Friday weekend. Yeah. yeah. And hopefully, Isn't it like usually a week or is it usually that? Because I don't know. I, I think don't know. It, no, I think it always like was like there's two days and then it okay. into the weekend. Um, I think it was always like that. And then hopefully next spring we have our spring break. And, do we um, have one for this spring? I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I think we, we have do. a week. I sure hope we have. a I week. I really hope so. Too. Actually, yeah, we do have a week because I have to go to a convention with concert choir um, to Raleigh. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, that's during spring break. So. Yeah. 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 So I, I thank God that we're that we're now um, like the school kind of realized <laughs> what they did last yeah. year, and we're like, yeah, we're not gonna do that again because we pretty much ran our students to the yeah. ground um yeah but it's still a lot of work that can be done um in, in in regards to our mental health because this semester alone has been terrible people has been dying like they literally yeah been dying it's just it's crazy and it's a little bit weird because to say because it's kind of like okay you know the pandemic a lot we lost a lot of lives um during the pandemic but it's like right now people are just every day is something every day is something and Mm -hmm. not only people dying but also just natural disasters freak accidents um celebrities this is like everyone just in a state of chaos it seems like like um the biggest thing that just happened was the astro world um oh the travis scott concert Yeah, yeah like we can't like we're trying to get back into the swing of things and try to enjoy life again try to go out to festivals and concerts but we're still experiencing a pandemic mm-hmm. and not on top of that it's just like people are becoming crazy because i'm just hearing a lot of things about that like what started it and stuff it's just like people uh, people said that it started it started by um what they call it a mosh pit or a mosh something i 
this is I I don't know. Yeah, I don't know the actual term, I, but I'm pretty sure you guys know what I'm talking about when they start mm-hmm. like jumping and everything. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So it started off with that. The people started getting trampled on, and yeah. then it's this one um story where people was injecting people with drugs. I was like, yeah, that was that was a weird. It one. was it's all over the place, but yeah. it's it's but it. At the same time, I'm not surprised because we were literally inside for a whole year, some months. So we don't right. know what to do with ourselves. Right. Now. I, I saw this one article um, from the New York Times, I think it was, um, talking about um, the way that Travis Scott runs his concerts. Mm-hmm. And like they're always like on before World, they were always on the edge of like causing mass chaos. Mm. Like, this was always, like, how he wanted his concerts to be. Like, I think the actual, the way that he terms it is, like, some, it's called, like, a rage or whatever. Okay. Yeah. And, like, he kind of thrives off of having this environment of just on the brink of danger. Okay. Now that makes a lot more sense. Um, Because I did see... You could only do that for so long. Yeah, because I've definitely seen comments, like, when I was following um, this this tragedy was comments of saying like Travis Scott fans literally would start stuff on purpose at his concerts and that's just how their fans are. I said, okay, that's a little bit weird. Um, and they also, I mean, it, this whole entire thing was just weird. Yeah. His apology was kind of half... Um, it was a half um, apology. It wasn't it, sincere. Did he, I don't think he even said that he was sorry. Yeah, it was just kind of like, yeah, this happened. Yeah, this happened. I don't, Very sad. Yeah, um, and I know he's saying he's going to pay for the funeral costs and stuff like that, but there won't There's bring... more work that ha- that he has to do to like repair the harm. Yeah, not only him, but just like his team and the... People, right. like the people that's over the venue, like all of them should be held accountable too because mm-hmm. nobody did anything. Right. So it's just like right. all of them should be held accountable, not just him. But it's just, it's, but that just goes back to my point is that we don't know what to do with ourselves. And um, now we're like in this period where mm-hmm. we're just doing anything and everything. Right. I also like want to take um, like a quick moment of silence for um, a student at Stetson that recently passed away. Um, Her name was um, Alexa Koch. Mm. All right. So that that kind of brings us into like the last thing that um, I want to cover, which is um, the ways that like various institutions and stuff Mm -hmm. and the way that systems work and the way that things are done have kind of contributed to like this mental health crisis that we're suffering from at this point at a lot of places, Mm -hmm. Stetson included. So pretty much what we've had in like these past two weeks is basically every single thing just happening mm-hmm. at once because you have finals week for me as a school of music students um i had a concert last week um and then juries i don't see i play three instruments and i have juries at two or at th- i have three juries that i have to prepare for two of them um one of them is going to be next monday and then the next one is the next two are going to be like sometime in this early December. Mm. 
And so that, I always have to worry about that. We also have to have finals for like a couple of our classes. Um, and on top of that, we have to do like five nights of this really, really good event that Stetson puts on every year, um, Christmas Candlelight. We have to do like five-ish days of that, including like, and then also like rehearsing for that at additional times. So like pretty much it's like, trying to find like times to like schedule anything it's like you we just don't know mm -hmm. and then on top of a lot of this you have like a lot of just any other like stuff that happens that isn't necessarily like connected to um, any institutions you also have to worry about that as well yes exactly and I just my final note on it is just take care of yourselves. Yeah. Try to find a time, an hour, 30 minutes even, to just sit there, breathe, mm -hmm. and just recollect yourself because it would benefit you in the long run. Um, I understand that if you feel like you have to get this done or that done, then, but nothing nothing in this world is over your mental health and your physical right. well-being well being because if 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 you're gone you're gone like life will still move on mm -hmm. it's not worth it just take care of yourself right and i just want to also say um that we need institutional support systems to be First of all, at Stetson, we already have good support systems in place. Mm -hmm. It's just they need more funding yeah. because we are in a crisis. To meet the needs of that crisis, you have to fund the support systems more. Yeah. That includes funding for student counseling services, Office of Diversity and Inclusion, yeah. which is huge. MSC. Yeah, MSC. Um, financial aid so that they have like, um, so that they can like, better be able to like not stress people out as much yeah because that's also another factor <laughs> college <laughs> college in itself is expensive yeah so not only that you're trying to worry about passing classes but you're also trying to worry about how to pay for that class you need to pass mm -hmm. so it, it's it's a lot that needs to be done but we're gonna get it done yeah um, we're gonna get it done we're gonna get it done and like this is just some this is something that like needs to happen and like needs to happen like very fast and we also like need to be able to like plan days within like the calendar for like i guess some type of like a spontaneous like okay day off yeah. we need this yeah like we need to be able to like plan that in yeah definitely um yeah because if, if we don't if the students are not here there's there's no institution so right you got to take care of the students mm -hmm. Um, whether that's physically, emotionally, mentally, um, you need to help them out. So right, yeah. and like mental health is physical health. Ment and like actually caring about mental health is actually like seeing okay, what are the stresses in your life, and how can the institutions help to relieve those stresses, and what parts of the institution should be reconsidered. Yeah, as like. Or as like, okay, is this a good part of the institution or is it just causing more stress for people? Exactly, exactly. All right. All right, well, I think that's a really good place to end the episode. Senator, Melissa, <laughs> thank you so much. I'm, I'm going to say that it's for the always rest a of the pleasure. Yes. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. All righty.
we're actually probably going to go on break until like the start of the spring semester because finals and yeah, like all of what we were just talking about, we, we just need a break. Yes. Like we had already like taken a week off because like I had so much stuff to do, <laughs> but yeah, we're going on break. See you next time. See you next time. All right. That's our show. Thanks so much to Melissa for coming on to the podcast. Our intro song is Crazy by Justin Dallasay, and our outro song is by Olivia Russo Hood. Thanks for listening. See you next time. <laughs>